Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up, Rick? What's up? We got, we got Thursday night preview today. Um, not gonna lie, probably a <laughs> this game is gonna be very distantly in the background, um, as like noise, like in the summertime. You know, I like you know summertime baseball floats around. You're like, yeah, you know what? I'm throw on the game, you listen to it in the background. You're not actually watching baseball intently. You're just listening to it off in the distance, and it's just kind of like right. static noise. That is this football game right now. Static noise. Um, very bad. But we're going to talk about that today. See if you see if there's any fantasy relevance in this matchup, which there is. Um, and and tell you whether to start or sit certain players. Before we do that, check out our website, fantasygames.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, please leave a review. Share this with podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below any questions you have for us pertaining to Thursday Night Football. Now, I was going to say this. Before we started the show, I, it just left my brain. Wow. You were saying uh, Thursday night in the past, oh. what they would do. And then- Thursday night in the past or, or night games in the past is they would give the best teams the night games. Yeah. Like you knew your organization was on the rise because you got a night game. Now everybody gets them. And we have to sit here and watch this shiz. Yeah, dude. It's How do I even gamble on this? Well, that's the only way you can watch it is if you gamble. That's going to be the only reason. I'm to gonna watch. I'm gonna do a freaking five part parlay and just freaking hope I win five hundred bucks. Bro, this game was on my birthday, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna have we're gonna enjoy a nice Thursday night football game. Get some Chipotle. Um, yeah, and now I don't even think I want to watch the game. I think <laughs> I'm gonna do something else. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do something fun. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna break down this matchup for you. Go through uh, some of the pluses and minuses. Um, the Falcons at the Panthers is the game. In case you didn't catch that earlier, um, very bad. Both these teams are headed for the bottom basement of the league. Forty four and a half points over under. Um, uh, this is a higher over under than the last game. Don't know why, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully there's some points scored because there was a stretch of time where Al Michaels was getting triggered because there was no points being scored. Yeah, that's well. If points are scored, then the game will be fantasy relevant. So, so we'll start off with um, we'll start off with the Atlanta Falcons. What? Why not? Okay. I clicked on on the Panthers, so now I'm confused. Uh, but anyway, we'll start with the Atlanta Falcons here. Um, Marcus Mariota has been borderline streamable yeah he has he's been streamable um and he's had some he's had some decent performances on the season um you know weeks where he was uh qb10 qb5 qb6 weeks where he was qb32 qb24 uh and then some mediocre in between matchups uh against carolina i think this is a decent matchup and a decent play for for fantasy okay uh, I don't like Thursday night because I feel like I'd love I'd love for somebody to go through at the quarterback position and just put like five to ten years of data to it 
on Thursday night and take the average of what a player would score on Sunday and compare and it and the average of what you would score on Thursday night and compare it uh, and see what the drop in fantasy point total would be on Thursday night for players. Um, because I do think that there's somehow a correlation to that. So I don't think Mariota is going to be great in this game. Like I don't think he's going to be a top five quarterback on the week, but I do think that he can provide good fantasy floor. What are your thoughts on, on Mariota though? Um, I'm not a fan, but if you're going to start him, I mean, it is a good start. It's against Carolina. He had 27 last time he played Carolina. Um, or he had a little less than that, 27 and a five-point touchdown lead. Mm-hmm. So it was like 25 fantasy points. Still a really good week. So he's got a really good matchup. Yep. And he's had some good games this year against San Francisco. Uh, the Saints was decent. Uh, so he's had some good games. He's also had some really bad ones this week, seven points. Uh, week four, he had four points. So it's it's really gross, and you're taking a big risk. But if you have a bye week and you need a plug-and-play, I think Mariota is going to be okay. Probably a top 15 quarterback this mm-hmm. week. So um, I would consider that streamable, but yeah. uh, I wouldn't be confident in it whatsoever. I'm surprised we haven't seen Ritter yet. I am. Well, because they're in second place in the division and they're t- they're Fair. tied for first. Fair. Um, I was going to say. If, if they start losing a little bit more, we'll see them at the end of the season. How many wins they got? Four? Um, yeah, they're four and five, I think. So uh, th- it's a shocking four and five. Uh, all you know, credit goes to Arthur Smith. It might be all five and five to be honest after this week. Um, <laughs> they could, because uh, I totally pegged this team as a team that was going to tank in this class. Like, give Mariota. Like, it, honestly, this is a bad idea for them to be completely frank. Um, because what I would have done if I was if I was you know you drafted Desmond Ritter what in the third fourth round. Yep. You third draft, round, I think you drafted Ritter. Um, you like him and you want to see what he can do. So, you know, and you, you don't expect your team to win this year. So you start Ritter, see if he's good. If he blows, you get a top 10, top five pick and you draft a quarterback. Yeah. Which would be kind of unfortunate for him because like if he blows as a rookie, like, is that really saying that much? Right. I mean, that's not fair, but like he's a third round pick. So the leash is shorter than it would be on a first rounder. Um, that's true. So let's like, get them. I would have done mean, that, but they went with Mariota. So I don't. I don't know. I don't get what they're doing. But they yeah, won four games. They're so. trying to win. They are trying to win. <laughs> Arthur Smith's like, freak y'all. I'm trying to keep my job. Right. It's so, gross. So. We'll see what happens. Desmond Ritter definitely going to start next season. But I, I thought we would see him sooner. Uh, but Mariota's yeah. been good. Anyway, uh, running back position. Uh, Rick, give us your thoughts on Tyler Aljair because I don't see anyone else being a freaking fantasy relevant guy. In this uh, Cordell Patterson. Holy crap. This thing still says he's on IR. No, he played. All right, we got two fantasy relevant quarter running backs. All right, you starting Patterson this week? Uh, I guess. I mean, it's a good matchup. <laughs> he's so And if he's on your team, he's been scoring. Yeah. He's he's averaging right. like he's averaging like 18 points a game on the season, just about yeah. 17 something like that. So he's having a great year when he's out there. Um, very touchdown reliant though, because when he doesn't score a touchdown, he gets five fantasy points. Yeah. Um, this week, for example, had three yards of carry mm-hmm. and had forty yards rushing, but he still had eighteen fantasy points because he had two rushing touchdowns. Oh, um, so 
they they love him in the red zone. I mean, so if, if they get in the red zone, they're going to give the ball to Patterson. So mm-hmm. he's worth a start, but it was so disgusting. And I absolutely I feel like ever since Cordell Patterson started putting up fantasy points, uh, he has been a start, but it's been a disgusting start. And so like in this game, like I'm going to I'm going to imagine this is not going to be a passing football game. Um, I feel like they're going to yeah. try to somebody's they're going to oh, yeah. the team that wins is going to try to control the clock. So with that the being f- said, Patterson's probably a good play. There's been weeks this season where the Falcons have thrown the ball uh like 13, 14 and 19 and mm. 20 times. Yeah. This past week 23 times. Now, um they try to run the ball close to 40 times a game. The real question is is does Patterson take Aljair completely out of the equation for fantasy purposes? Um I think he it definitely see that's what I thought, but then this week he gets 13 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Tyler Algier. So I don't know. I'm gonna say it does though. Okay. Like I'm not I'm not starting him. I agree. I I, um, I feel like for Atlanta, I think he's probably the better player at this point. I, I do I do agree with you. I think he's the better player, but for Atlanta, a team that's really not good offensively, to rely on two different running backs, um it's not a good idea for you to start. Oh yeah, yeah, no, like, I agree. Like I so, agree. it's like if if you're like you know if you have Tyler Algier, I would hold him out of your lineup for now and then stick with Cordero Patterson. Um, right. Or you know, obviously, if you don't have Patterson, then whatever. But not um, to mention, uh, Caleb Huntley also gets seven carries a game too. That's gross. even with so it's they like use three, three running backs. backs. That's gross. It's really. Gross. And they also have yeah. Damian Williams, who I don't know if he's on IR. Or I not, but... I think he's like a healthy scratch so, at this point. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, wide receivers. There's really no one else in the wide receiver core um, that I would start outside of Drake London. Um, and even based on the way he's been playing, I don't know that I would start Drake, L- Drake London in this matchup against Carolina this week. No, if I'm not, if you, it's it's not a bad matchup for him. So like, if you wanted to start Drake London this week, it is a good start. But I would prefer to keep him out of your lineup. Yeah, I think if he's gonna have a good game, this mm-hmm. could be the one a week where he has a good yeah. game. But he hasn't had a good game since week three. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm very out on Drake London. Okay, fair enough. Uh, any other wide receivers you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't think uh, there is, dude. Oh man! And then um, tight end Kyle Pitts for Atlanta. Oh, boy. So, it, Pitts has been interesting. Um, but there's one thing I know about Kyle Pitts that has been an issue and has been a situation that we have to discuss. And it's the fact that he's been touchdown dependent. And it's like when he catches a touchdown and he has a good week, everyone panics. Um, and it's like, Oh, we got to rank him top five again. He's this break. Come out party. He's like, no. He's just a touchdown-dependent tight end. When he catches a touchdown, it's a good week. When he doesn't, he scores three. That's Kyle Pitts. Um, and I hate to say it, but that's what he is at this point. Um, and if you want to still hold yeah. him on your fantasy rosters because of the name talent, then that's fine. Oh, well, with the tight ends the way they are, I don't think he's – like he should still be rostered. And he's yeah. still, I think, like of low-end tight end one, but he's just not – He's not in the same conversation as Andrews or Kelsey or mm-hmm. even Hawk or Ertz or Dallas Goddard. Mm-hmm. He's a tier below that. He's like with the the Greg Dolchich and the Dalton Schultz yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, some of those guys. Mm-hmm. Gerald Everett. I think he's in that category. Yeah. So but, I 
I think at this point he's definitely not a start for Thursday. And until we see consistency from Kyle Pitts, I I don't think I don't think he's a start. But again, like the way the tight ends are, you probably do have to start. No, I mean, who else are you? No. Are you going to pick somebody up no. and? Yeah. Are you starting Cole Komet over I would Kyle start, Pitts? I would start Cole Komet over Kyle Pitts. I'd start. You, Greg, would, you honestly would. I would start Greg Dolchich over Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Really. Yep. I, I, can, I can't go I'm that done. far. I know you can't, but uh, three weeks ago I was ready to go that far. I was just keeping it inside my soul. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. It uh, it is a good matchup this week. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about Carolina. So, okay. it, equally as bad. Yeah. Options. Um. um so, uh, Rick, I haven't looked yet. Uh, who's starting okay. at quarterback? So I thought it was going to be Baker because he came in and played really well. They're going with PJ Walker um, again, but they are starting PJ Walker, uh, which okay. doesn't. Uh, this tells me they're trying to tank. Yeah, it, it does to me too, because w- Baker actually came in and played really well, fourteen or twenty for one hundred fifty-five yards, two touchdowns. That's pretty good. But um, they're going to roll with PJ Walker, so I don't. I have no idea what they're doing. But mm-hmm. you, either way, you don't want to start either guy. Um. Yeah, I I agree. I'm I'm out on both. Uh, there's also rumors that Sam Darnold could be activated off IR, so you have even more quarterback. This is ridiculous. Like Matt Carroll broke his leg, so he can't. Like he's. I know you would think they be, would give him an opportunity, but he's, well, he's broke his leg, so he's on IR. <laughs> broke. It, remember, he hurt himself in the preseason. Right. Right. So, uh, but Sam Darnold. Uh, I don't know if they would give him an opportunity if he came off IR, but a lot of quarterbacks here that's not exciting to see. Um, so I agree with Rick. Wouldn't start any. Um, we have running backs here. Raheem Blackshear, Devont- Donta Foreman, and Chuba Hubbard. Three running backs all have had some form of success in fantasy football on the season. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. Like, <laughs> if Hubbard plays... It- I probably would take Hubbard over the other three, but I don't know if he's playing. And do you want? I I don't know if I want any of. <laughs> I know. I see. The other problem is that Atlanta's a good matchup. I know that that is the problem. the The hope would be that Hubbard doesn't play, and then you could try Foreman one more week with a good matchup. Here's what I'll say. But this is what I would do. If you have Hubbard, start him. Okay. If you have Foreman, start him. If you have both, I don't know. Don't start either. So if they both play, you're okay with starting one of them? Yes. I'm not. I'm okay with <laughs> I'm I'm out. When, the they were, when they I... played together a couple weeks ago against a harder matchup, they both had success in fantasy. So there's yeah, no reason the, why they can't. That That is true. That is true. But the offense also had a sudden burst of being good against no, both not. the Bucks and the Falcons. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they do it again against the Falcons. Mm-hmm. But this week, like, they blew against the Bengals, and I think that's more of who they actually are. But, I mean, we'll see. I, I would feel a lot better about it if Hubbard was out. Then I'd feel much better about starting Foreman. But if they both play, I feel like they're just going to split, and it's just going to be kind of a mess. But we'll see. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's talk about wide receivers. Um, I don't like Terrace Marshall or any of the other wide receivers in this group. Um, DJ Moore is the guy that, uh, like, you you would like to think that he's a must start. It's so annoying because he got twenty seven points last time he played the Falcons, yeah. and then last week he gets four. 
So it's like, what is, is he going to get four again? Or is he going to get 25? Like, right. right. <laughs> so, ah, dude, I can't, uh, I, I feel like you have to start DJ more. Like I, it's, yeah, you know, he, he hasn't done enough. Where like two, three weeks ago, Rick was saying, I, I drop him. Well, through through six weeks of the he, season, he I thought I mean, he's, he was on the same level of Allen Robinson. Yeah, yeah. But no. Ever since they fired the coach, DJ nineteen and twenty seven, but then four. So who uh, knows? So yeah, I, I think DJ Moore's got to be in your starting lineup, especially against Atlanta, who's not very good. Um, but like, I just don't know what Carolina is doing. Yeah, quarterback. I think if you have a really so, stacked team, I would be okay with sitting him. But yeah, you got to. You probably got to start him. You probably got to start him. And then, um, and then there's no tight ends for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. So. No. Nope. Um, Terrace Marshall, though, maybe. No. No. Yeah. Good. I I have a little bit of hope for him. I'm definitely not yeah. starting him though. But I do want to see him. If he has three good weeks in a row, you could potentially have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's. Definitely don't start at this point. I agree. Um, so uh, pick a pick a team here. Give me a, oh give me a selection, gosh, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna say the Falcons and puke. I'm gonna say the Falcons as well. Um, so that means Falcons going five and five. I guess so. I I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Dude, they're legit gonna win like seven or eight games. That's crazy. I can't believe that they that Vegas put this at a forty four and a half over under. I I'm not really sure where the points are going to come from. Well, last time they played, it was like sixty something. I think because it was thirty seven, thirty four. Wow. But okay. yeah, both these are. It's so weird because like both offenses outside of that game have sucked. Yeah. yeah. It it doesn't make any sense. It's, I don't. They're two teams that make no sense. It kind of sucks that we have to watch this. Yeah. Again, I don't know if I'm gonna. I mean, I might place a, a bet, which will force me to watch the game. Yeah. But if I don't bet on this game, I'm not probably not going to watch it. Fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. Thursday night preview. Real short episode this week for you guys. Not not super hard to listen to. We're, we're crushing this. Right. Uh, we got starts and sits coming this week. Buys and sells. We're getting closer to your trade deadlines. Getting close to the end of the fantasy season. So be sure to check those episodes out. We'll see you later, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.